Hey, Rob, when you said you were moving up to the attic, I made uh, one of my niche Adrian Gervitz jokes, which doesn't really work for most people. But... <laughs> what, I, but for... I, what was your Adrian Gervitz joke? Oh, he, Rob said he his wife was finished working in the attic so he could move back up to oh, the attic, which is his favorite so work. Just like, attic. just like, and I thought that's Rob's kind of like Adrian Gervitz in that respect. Yeah. All right, I got to admit. I do not know this Adrian Gervitz of whom you speak. Adrian Gervitz, classic from nineteen eighty-two. Yeah, he wrote a song called and the called classic, and the and the first line is, "I'm going to write a classic. I'm going to write it in an attic." Hold on, huh. you're you're doing it a disservice. It's uh, I'm going <laughs> oh, to write a, I'm, I'm going to write a classic. Going to write it in an attic. Ah, I'm an addict, babe. An addict <laughs> for your love. See, see what wow. he did there. Yes. Oh my God! I salute you, Adrian Gervitz. <laughs> oh God! I've just, I just, I just realized how completely old I am. <laughs> all right. So, did we all resolve that everybody is in good enough health to survive a little while of role playing? I think we're yes. ready to try this. Well, let's start before I introduce what we'll be doing tonight. How about everybody goes around and introduces their character? You've seen various bits and pieces of it along the way, but I think it'd be good to have uh, everybody along the way. Let's start reverse alphabetical order. Let's start with uh, you, Damon. My character's name is Valentina. She is actually a the youngest niece of like the house leader. So a little bit more, a little bit too distant from the actual center of power than she likes, and then actually her parents even like. So she uh, got herself sent off for some Bene Gesserit training and has come back and is now a uh, capable protector of, you know, uh, important people in the Vertitius family. So that's her role. She is there to just, like, make sure that, like, literally the bodies of the important Vertitius people are whole and can go about doing their business. Uh, she has a squad of bodyguards under her command, and she has a troop transport ornithopter as well. All right. And then uh, Cam. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Utah here, because once I, I you know, I'm a dog Lucky with a bone. And I was thinking about it, and like every other character Keanu Reeves has ever played has been named Johnny. Like half of them Johnny are named Mnemonic. Johnny. Johnny yeah. Mnemonic, Johnny Utah, Johnny Silverhands from Cyberpunk. Huh. <laughs> like a lot of Johnnies. Johnny Neo from Matrix. Yeah, Johnny Neo yeah. from the Matrix. Um, Johnny Ted. Johnny, from, my own uh, private Idaho. What character? What you name your character again? Johnny Utah. Okay. Is Utah a place? <laughs> well, it's like Duncan. Idaho. Yeah, Duncan, Idaho. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, sure. But Idaho. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit about Johnny Cam. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Johnny was kind of a two-bit criminal, a, a very talented one, but still, you know, an up-and-comer, not a not a known name. Um, who who eventually uh, got pinched and was pulled out by some uh, shady suits from prison to uh, go provide his uh, services on this mission. All right, and then Brent. I'm Gamil. I'm one of the warrior casts that is bred to serve House Verditius as their shields. I'm here very specifically for the protection of Valentina Verditius. All right. And I've consistently misread your name. Your character's name is Gam2 right. with Roman right. numerals, <laughs> not Gam Ill. Uh, hey, Gam. I actually kind of like that one better. Gam the uh, second. Then, 
You've got two games. <laughs> Column. Oh, um, I am Atreus Sheboygan, and I am the <laughs> Mentat Envoy to Something Amuse You, Gamil. No, I just realized. So, um, yeah, many characters are like Duncan Idaho. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sheboygan is a perfectly, it's a perfectly space name. As is Utah. Damn Illinois. Uh, yes, I'm exactly. Damn, damn, damn Illinois. Exactly. <laughs> okay, anyway. Damn yeah. the Commonwealth of Rhode Island and it's... Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. I am Atreus Sheboygan. I am Mentat Envoy for House for Deteus. I am here to um, intercede on behalf of and advise the Lady Valentina. Though I would much rather be back at home on uh, our home world of, which I believe we have now decided is uh, Phrygia, which I think is a good name. Phrygia is a good name. Like Phrygia is a good name. Better than uh, Frosty Paws. It is. Well, it's not know. better than Frosty Paws. <laughs> the delicious ice cream treat for dogs. Frosty Paws. <laughs> also, especially do another commercial. manufacturers. I don't know if they still make it. We used to feed it to be fed a butter for our dog once, and it was violently ill because dogs don't do well with cold things. No. So, Frosty Paws. It's it's, it's available at the uh, at the store next to the Waffle Spork. There you go. Waffle Spork. Just 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 follow the trails of dog ice cream vomit. Uh, so, um, and um, that's that's about it for him. He's got. I've got some. Um, allies and contacts um, distributed uh, around here on uh, Arrakis, where I believe we're headed. And um, yeah, hopefully um, this mission will work out well. So um, they have yet to advise me as to what the actual mission is. And Jenny. Hey, uh, I am uh, Ataro Savansko, also known as Brad DeRee. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay. And I am a, a scout from the Spacing Guild. I am a I am a failed navigator, unfortunately, and it's it's never quite I've never quite gotten over that. Um, they uh, they allowed me to you know pilot the the space folders, but um, I've never been able to achieve uh, enlightenment through the through navigation. So it's it's a it's a bit of a sore point. But uh, I am I am here in. Uh, with House Verdidius to, um, you know, seek new worlds and boldly go where no one has gone before, and, uh, continue my research of the of the known universe. But uh, I am mercurial and uh, not necessarily to be trifled with. That's everybody. So for today, I have what I believe to be a fairly small amount of action planned, which I always think is a GM, and it always ends up sprawling out more than I expect. But my hope is that... We can take things slowly. There'll be lots of opportunity for you to ask, like, how does this talent work? Does this asset apply in this situation? And just kind of like pick out the rules as we move along uh, so that things will be clear for when we start playing full on for real. So I haven't left us a ton to get through uh, with that in mind. So don't be shy at any point saying, yeah, so how do I use this? Whatever is on my character sheet. That is kind of what I'm hoping to accomplish some of today. All right, so I think we can start having established the very serious tone with which we play all role-playing games. 
you have gone to Arrakis on behalf of your house, House Verdidius. Uh, as I wrote in some of the support material, as a minor house, the leadership feels that uh, they've gone as far as they can. There's not a lot of room for expansion and growth in their home system. The situation on Arrakis now with House Ricchesi making an open call for houses around the galaxy to join them in helping to extract the spice and gain value from the planet in other ways as they're in a weakened position, uh, your house leaders feel is an opening. And that's why they've gone to the considerable expense to send you, uh, your equipment, and various technology that's involved in the construction of your, your two main export items to Arrakis. In answer to uh, the Mentat's question there, your mission is pretty wide open. Can you get trade agreements? Can you somehow get shipments of spice? Can you build alliances? Can you hinder your enemies? You are left with some latitude on what you're going to do on Arrakis. For now, though, you are landing. You've been on a guild highliner for days now. Fold space takes an instant, but... The Highliner goes from system to system. It takes time to unload and then load various uh, shuttles and landers. So you've been living on your lander on the Highliner for the days since you were picked up on Phrygia. You've been eagerly waiting to land at Arakeen in the space station there. You are in one lander. Your equipment is another because it's bigger, it doesn't require life support. With uh, your guild contacts, Ataro, you were at least able to guarantee that both of your landers, the personnel one and the stuff, came down around the same time. So your gear isn't sitting there unattended forever, and you're not sitting there forever waiting for it to come down. You land on this windowless, low-cost lander. You didn't reserve one of the luxury ones, so you don't even get a view of Arakeen as you come in. You come down... On thrust, it, that cuts out and switches over to suspensors in what feels like a very awkward and unstable moment, and your lander lowers fairly gently to the ground. You go to the exit hatch, it opens up, you're at ground level, there's not even a ramp, and the bright sun of Arrakis shines on you for the first time. It is hot uh, from your cold world, even though you live in heated underground, no matter what you did to try to prepare yourselves for the heat here, it wasn't enough. It is hot. And it's chaotic. The scene outside of this lander, you were thinking this might be a sleepy spaceport, and maybe it usually is. Right now, there appears to be some kind of protest, dispute, or almost riot going on. One uh, large group of people is yelling at the people, the stevedores and others moving gear around. Uh, the scene is chaotic and you look out, there's other ships, there's stations, there's buildings, control centers. It looks like this labyrinth of a spaceport, and most of the ways out of here are blocked by protesters blocking carts and cars and things like that. So this will be our first scene. The game works a lot with things they call traits, and traits can apply to whole scenes, to places, to people, to gear. Uh, so I'm going to assign a trait to the scene in front of you called chaotic so that certain kinds of actions you take i might say well the chaotic nature of the scene is going to make it harder for you it's going to make the difficulty higher you might be able to do things to alter things to take that away or to give you positive uh, traits along the way all of you are seasoned enough and wise enough to know that in addition to this being chaotic 
you are very vulnerable. There's a lot of chaos, a lot of people running around and yelling, and you're just on this opening from a ship without anything between you and them. So I'm giving you the trait uh, vulnerable right now to start. So if somebody, say, were to leap out of the crowd and attack you, I don't know, something crazy, that would be a, a bonus for them against you. I will throw, I'll introduce a couple quick concepts uh, before asking somebody to do something. There are a couple of currencies of action in the game. You'll, as, as we've said, when you roll, you'll be adding a drive and a focus, rolling usually 220 siders and trying to get under that, equal to or under that. There's a currency that helps me hurt you, and that's called threat. I start the game with, uh, since you're a minor house, one threat token for each of you. So I have five threat. I can spend threat in effect to cheat. If I think something would be cool uh, to help a bad guy against you or to add a complication to your life, I can spend my threat points to do it. But they're finite, though there are some ways you guys might give them to me. You have something like that, but you start with zero. It's called momentum. When you make rolls and get more successes than you need, you'll get momentum points. You can spend momentum to do things like add more 20-siders when you're making a roll or Say you've made a roll to get more information, you might spend momentum to get more information. That's good for you. Each of you also starts off with one determination point. That's on the lower right side of your character sheet. Determination does better stuff. Like, for example, before a roll, you could spend a determination and say, I'm setting one of my dice to one, automatically a critical. Or after a roll, say you fail, you can spend a determination to re-roll any or all dice of your choice. So those are just a few of the main currencies. So here you are on Dune. This chaotic scene is there. Your goal here is simple. You want to get from your personnel carrier to your equipment carrier, which is elsewhere in the spaceport. You have a rough idea. I was explained to you that the larger equipment ones land over there on the other side of the spaceport. The personnel stuff, the smaller personnel carriers land here where you are. How far is over there? It is a bit of a haul. You don't really have a sense of the scope of the port. It seems pretty sprawling. Uh, and there are some route rock outcroppings uh, splitting it up. Not it like probably at most a 10 or 15 minute walk under normal circumstances, though. Okay. Um, I apologize. Just for clarification, uh, yeah. the, the riot, you said there was like a protest or something happening? Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of people yelling at the stevedores, and you're not sure the people who work at the spaceport are they employees of the guild? Are they like a local company? Are they hired hands? You don't know. But yeah, it's okay. a crowd of people, and it's it's not just like one row of people. They're kind of scattered all over the place in this sort of clearing between your lander, other landers, and one of the control buildings. Okay, but. Um, uh... But they're not blocking our path to the to the equipment. Uh, they the personally equipment. are not. But as you look for the walkways to go through between ships and buildings, like over there, like a big suspenser cart uh, is stopped as they yell at its driver. And over there, a bunch of hand carts are, are blocked in the way. So in effect, yes, they are obstacles that are going to make it uh, harder for you to get there. Column, you're going to say something? Um. Yes. Could Atreus use his discipline skill to observe this scene and see if there is anyone in the service of House Richese who could escort us? You sure can, yeah. I would like to uh, do that because um, I'm, of course, very reluctant to uh, bring 
Lady Valentina in amongst this filthy uh, <laughs> rabble crowd, you know, the likes of which we've never seen before. Um, I'll point out that it's fun that Damon picked Valentina as a protector, <laughs> like hoping to protect other people to the mission. And at least two of you so, so far are being very careful to protect her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like this. I like this dynamic already. Who okay. protects the protectors? Exactly. exactly. All right. Here's our first die roll. So you mentioned your observe skill column. So that means you're going to be yeah. using your discipline skill. Which is six. Six. And then we're going to pick a drive, duty, faith, justice, power, or truth. And it seems like you were actually leaning oh, into one right away. Yeah, it, it, to me, it would be uh, it would be uh, duty, I believe. Yep, because your statement is my duty to, is always to preserve the honor of the house, mm-hmm. which I think yeah fits this scene very well. So okay. six and seven, that means you need to roll a 13 or under. On all rolls, a one is a critical success. Mm-hmm. A 20 is a complication, but you were using your focus here. So we look at your discipline at six. For you now, a six or under will be a critical. So focuses are pretty cool. I need a 13 or lower, and anything that's six or under is a critical. Right. But actually, again, before you roll. Now, the standard, if I don't say anything, the standard goal is going to be, the difficulty is going to be one, meaning you need a one success to succeed. It can be anywhere from zero up to five, though. And I'm going to tell you why it stays at a one. Generally, I would say to most people, this is a one. But you're a mentat. This is what you do. You look at things and try to observe. I would bring it down to a zero. But it's chaotic. And that mm-hmm. makes it more difficult. So you're back up to a one. So you're looking for a minimum of one success. That's fair. So, and I'm just talking through things more than I usually would. Just to yeah. illustrate how would you get how five successes works. when you're only rolling two dice? Yeah. Because oh, you can roll more than You can roll those. criticals. And there are ways to roll more dice. Yeah. Um, actually, I'll tell you one of them right now. You could give me a threat column to roll a third die. Yeah, fuck off, Rob. (laughs) Oh, man. In another role-playing game, I would absolutely have accepted that at all times. Well, I could do it just for demonstration purposes, if you want. No, you don't. No, no, no. You need to start throwing me threats. Okay, can I I go ahead and roll now? Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking of Blades in the Dark. You might want to do that in a more high-stakes sort of thing. Like, oh, I might get killed? Sure, have some now. Okay. That is a seven and a nine. So the seven is a success and the nine is a success. Neither, neither of them got into that critical range for you. Mm-hmm. So you've got okay. two successes. You and seven from nine. Ooh, seven of nine? <laughs> wrong, wrong universe, different, pal. Yeah, different game. Okay. You've got two successes. You only needed one. So let's keep, think about that second success in just a minute. First of all, your basic level of success, you, everybody else is like, what the heck's going on here? You fire up your Mentat uh, observation ability and you start to sort some sense out of the chaos. You see there's, uh, the protesters fit into a couple of categories. One seems to be a group of people clearly to you, not locals, probably people who work in Arakeen, but are originally from off planet. Um, and some of them appear to be part of the same group. Others appear to be almost, you don't know what derelict looks like in this planet, but that would be your guess. You do see some house Richese guards off in the distance. There's only a few of them and they appear to be standing back. They're armed, but they don't appear to be willing to start attacking an unarmed crowd. That's your one success. Now you got two successes. You only needed one. That gives you your first point of momentum. You have a choice. You can bank that momentum in your pool for future use. You can store up to six as a party. That's for all of you. 
Or you can spend it right away, column to get more information than I just gave you. What do we think, folks? Well, your choice. Um, let's spend it. Yeah, spend it. All right. You think that this is not a random... Or you, you don't think. You meant that out that this is not a random protest. It seems like... It was designed with the intention of blocking the paths from here. And the only thing that's being blocked from leaving here is you. It is clear to you that someone has arranged this protest with you. They're not protesting you, but as a way to delay you, interfere with you, set you up for something. This is not a random event, but something very much done with your arrival in mind. So do I do I sense that it's targeted at at house for very deep at the phrygians in particular or just any off-world visitor the way things are laid out and the paths are blocked it appears to be it appears to be whatever lander happened to land exactly where yours is like you can't read that it's about you in particular but yes Mm -hmm. it is with this particular location in mind so i you can briefly share that with or we'll assume you share that with people yeah okay and I would bring the um, the House Richese guards to the attention of Gamil and suggest that we perhaps move in their direction. Okay. Yeah. Do any of the military types uh, have uh, thoughts in mind now? I think that Sheboygan has the right idea here. Uh, when Sheboygan gives the signal, Gamil nods and then looking to, uh, I, you know, Damon slash Rob, what would be the correct way to address uh, Valentina in this in this circumstance? It's about uh, Valentina. What do you think? You could be formal uh, with your distinction as noble or not, but Verdidius is kind of like a, a family of sorts, or so I've heard. Yeah, I mean, what do you? I'm. What do you like? What exactly are you getting at? Like Lady uh, Valentina, yeah. my lady. I've already referred to her as the Lady Valentina, which yeah, Captain I, Jack. She's not going to be upset one way or the other, but I would expect probably that you would address her as Lady Valentina. Okay, thank you. Because I think it's I think it's definitely something to where Gamil can't call Lady Valentina anything but that, not you know by force yeah. or anything. Just like that's the social yeah. pressure. Yeah, I, I think and I think really with her, like the way I picture this character, it has less to do with the fact that she carries the family name because she's just so far removed from power, right. and more to do with like. Um, the fact that she's had some Bene Gesserit training, like the fact that she has the name and she's done some Bene Gesserit training kind of it, think about like the merchant class in the medieval times, right? Where people were wondering whether they should be called, they should get the formal you or the, Thou. or the informal you like, like, you know, English doesn't have the distinction between the and, and you anymore. Right. You know, we only, we only have the formal you. And so I kind of figure like she's blurring the line. And so you're just, you're tending to use the formal address out of safety like you can't go wrong with that but surely she's still she's still above the rest of us because i mean she's house verdidius yeah probably she is a verdidius yes that is also true so we're absolute nobodies but (laughs) what i'd like to do is i want to get us to the guards and so i would like to use a skill (laughs) i would like to use my my move uh purposely focus make sure that we're able to get to those other guards so that uh, our congregation can be escorted properly. Okay, yeah. Uh, you can do that. At, 
you do again sense that there might be some level of threat on the way through. And remember, you have all of your assets with you, except, of course, the ornithopter. Oh, so my, body, in, of my bodyguards are actually here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, correct. Oh, yeah, they're, okay. they're on the personnel. Okay, I thought they might have actually been elsewhere. Oh, okay. Then <laughs> they came um, with the equipment. Yeah, but well, I mean, <laughs> little suitcases. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I was thinking more along the lines like this transport might have only been for like, like literally us. And yeah, no, I would say any human or in Colm's case, bird is with you. Anything not alive it. that is on your sheets. Um, oh. Your local contacts are not with you, but yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, let me get these names right. Gam, Etrius, if I was to form a wedge with the bodyguards, would that get us through safely? I agree with your assessment. Yep. Let's depart. Okay, let us have you roll. Now, in game terms, what I would say uh, that would do is, in effect, negate the uh, vulnerable trait that I gave you guys. Yeah, I think Etrius's intel, like, made us more aware of the danger. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's look at your character sheet, Damon. This sounds like a command, uh, which you have a focus for, so that would be using your discipline. Yep. Is there a drive that you think would fit? I think duty. We, duty, we gotta, what must be done, going. must be done. Okay, yep. that's a pretty catch-all, and that's your lowest of the three good ones. So you're looking at 14. Now, if somebody would like, here's a new uh, wrinkle. Somebody yeah. can assist on a roll by rolling, figuring out their own roll, and you would get to roll a d20 against that, and your successes would add, in this case, to Damon's, if you'd like. If anybody wants to jump in and assist and explain how you're doing it, great. Or you can just let uh, Damon make the roll on his own. I'm just introducing that concept. Honestly, if we're talking about forming a wedge, I kind of imagine Gamil as being kind of the biggest and beefiest of the bodyguard troop. So I'm, I'm kind of at the head of the spear there. Okay. So let's see. You would also roll, but you're not rolling on his stats. You're rolling on yours. Okay. Do I get to pick a skill? Yeah. I mean, I'm open to suggestions. It could certainly be battle. I could see discipline. I really want it to be moved purposely. Okay, <laughs> then that's fine. So that's a five, yeah. and your critical range will be five. And what do you think for a drive? Not to piggyback, this feels like duty, uh, just mm-hmm. out of... That you're putting yourself to take the shot. I yeah, laid exactly. out my life for House Verdidius. Okay, so you're looking for a 15, and Damon, you're looking for whatever we said you're looking for. 14s, yep. Two dice, right? Yep, you get two dice, but then, and then um, Ooh, Brent's going to get a really one. good roll. I got a two and a five. Ooh, that's okay. I think I got two criticals. That, that is, is two criticals. Two yeah, let's, let's see if we can make it three. I also rolled a two, so that easily Jesus. fits within the move purposely. Uh, for once, focus. my low rolling is a benefit. Right, this is amazing. Okay, so that is six successes. You needed just one. Okay, so you form up. Your vulnerable tag is gone now. Uh, so you guys are not... So anybody who attacks you or whatever won't get a bonus. I will give you the option of spending a momentum to create what I'll call a bubble of calm around you, which means that uh, the chaotic trait won't be bothering you as much either. Yeah, actually, I'm absolutely, Valentina would do that. Okay. Like, for sure. If they, she sees a way to, like, calm the chaos that, that quickly and easily, you bet. Spend it. All right. Team, that leaves four momentum in your pool now <laughs> for future reference. Okay. So you form up wow. and start boldly crossing the square. Let's turn to our uh, shadier slash more work uh, folk-like characters. You were talking about maybe using some charm. You also know your way around spaceports, Ataro. Mm-hmm. 
and you might be able to navigate a good path to where you're going, possibly. And Johnny, you so think about that. And Johnny, Utah, do you have any thoughts as to what you might do to help uh, help the team along here? If at this point the the mo is you know kind of push straight ahead, I'm going to kind of just keep my head on a swivel uh, for a bit. Okay. And if it looks like things are going to go sideways, then I, I, you know, can yank somebody in subtle step and maybe, maybe uh, uh, pull us out of some trouble uh, once it hits. But I think right now I'm just kind of um, inside the the wedge. Uh, uh, yeah, kind of um, keeping my head on a swivel. Mm-hmm. I was going to go say ahead, if I might, if I might make a suggestion here, if uh, if Johnny could kind of, I don't know, take the take the rear and look around and I'll take the front or towards the front, at least of the wedge in case I need to step forward and, and talk to anybody and try to charm them. Yeah. So he's like, he's like the backup and I'm the opener of the way, I guess. Okay. So we have your marching order. Uh, you are making your way toward uh, the few house Richese guards on the outskirts. The protest and arguments uh, continue unabated as you're in the midst of the crowd. Now, it seems like some are really quite motivated. A few seem to be just sort of following other people's leads. And again, there appear to be a couple of people you would say, maybe even who are drunk, just staggering around, getting into the spirit of things. As you're almost to one of the obstacles, one of the apparent drunks suddenly sweeps in and tries to breach through your wedge uh, to get at somebody in the midst of it. I'm going to roll to see how successful they are. And somebody, since you are being watchful and in this formation, somebody will get a chance to intercede. But I'm going to start with a roll. Uh, he's making a move roll. You're actually going to share us your roll. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, one fail, one one critical success. Okay, so suddenly one of the lurching drunks swings into action and ducks in between a couple of the bodyguards and is lunging toward the Mentat, the one who seems to be least likely able to defend himself. One of you will have a shot to try to intercede by the way, his job would have been easier if you if you still had the vulnerable trait going. Mm-hmm. One of you has the uh, option to intercept and take him on instead of allowing the Mentat to try to punch him. Well, it sounds well, like this I, is going to fall under the purview of many of our characters. Like, certainly mm-hmm. Valentina would step up for that. Yeah, uh, I, I think Gamil is going to be pretty quick with the polearm slashing down at his uh, <laughs> noggin there. Johnny was the one who was like watchful in the back. I mean, you're all watchful, of course. Actually, here's the thing. In a conflict, the PCs, when it's your turn, which it effectively is now, get to pick who acts. Okay. Well, yeah, we don't have initiative orders, do we? I mean, Cam, you just haven't haven't, uh, had a chance to roll dice. I I would suggest we let Cam roll dice. That's that's how we should decide. What I think I would try to do, rather than engaging in fisticuffs at this point is I would try to... Let me see here. Oh, Mr. Chance. Gam? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm, try, I'm thinking if I could try to use my subtle step. When you attempt to move an asset subtly during a conflict, the first extra D20 you purchase for the test is free. And what, what I want to do is, without even looking like I'm doing anything... I'd just like to nudge our Mentat, you know, one step to the left and let this guy pass right between us. And, you know, thus 
slowing him down and giving us more of a chance to react. Great. So that sounds like a move skill. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so okay. uh, my focus and move is body control. And yeah, I just want to... That sounds I wanna, like exactly what you're doing. Yeah, yeah I, I just want to, yeah, very subtly, you know, take a step to the left and kind of bump shoulders and veer them off course just a little bit. And then can I use that subtle step to get that extra D20? Yeah, that you're stepping okay. subtly. And then you pick a drive. I, I would say power. Uh, and my statement is all power invites challenge. Okay. That works for me. And so, yeah, I think this might be might be a time to just show the mob what I can do. Okay. Um, so that is a 12. Now you've used Subtle Step, which is going to give you a third D20. By the way, now that you guys have a momentum pool, you can buy extra D20 on a roll. The first one costs one, the second one costs two, and so on. The same works for threat, by the way. If you're ever out of momentum and you want extra dice, you can give me one threat for one die, two threats for a second one, and so on. But you're at three right now. I feel good rolling 3d20 on a 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. A very different kind of odd system. Uh, one, I got a, a critical success. Okay. And your target was what? And I succeeded on another one. That's three successes? Right. Three successes. And you were trying to beat two because that's what, uh, that's what the would-be stabber, uh, and you do see a blade now. I have two successes. You have a critical, which is two, and another oh, critical, success. Just, okay, three. so three successes, yeah. yeah. So yes, you totally succeed at letting him roll past you, and you have a momentum left over from that roll. You got three, you needed two. You could spend that momentum right now to leave him in a vulnerable position for one of your compatriots to have an advantage. I would like to, you know, with my back step, just reach out and real subtly trip him. Okay, I, I think that to works. see if I can't send him a little sprawling. Uh, you send, uh, I'll say with one momentum, you send him stumbling past you and pretty vulnerable. Okay. He's he's, li- he's pretty nimble on his feet and doesn't fall to the ground. Yeah, that should give time for, for Gam to get his giant pole arm turned around and or, or whoever wants to. I should have bought some time to react. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah, worries. Exactly. Uh, also, oh, I, uh, there. Uh, Gam is not binary. Um I feel like you oh, might yeah. be a, prof- a judo professional, Cam. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm really? not even it jokingly. Like, like judo. Like that's what you just described is very judo-y. Well, it was Johnny doing that? It seemed like a judo thing. So Johnny Cam. Judo. Oh, oh, Cam. I thought you said Cam. Cam. Well, that's going to be confusing. Oh yeah, that's not going to work, is it? Um, what if, what if it was like sort of set up? Gam, it's Gamil. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. And the nice thing, Johnny, is that you uh, you did that, and the crowd didn't notice that there was any violence going on there. Exactly. It should you. just look like he made a drunken stumble. That that was what I was, was shooting for. Yeah, uh, well, they're about to, because uh, that man's head is about to leave his shoulders. I'm going to use my polearm. Is that advisable? And I will, I will strike this man out of hand. He broke our perimeter. Yeah, I, I hope that Utah implied through his motions, let's keep things uh, subtle. Oh, but I mean, who knows? <laughs> I would like I would like Valentina to just to just say, don't escalate the situation or something like that. Like, yeah, that's, if, that's, if we have to do this in game term, she's got hyper awareness. Like maybe she can yeah. tell that that's what, about what you're going to do, Gamil, and just like give you a look or a gesture. Yeah, let it be. We, you can give him escalate. a good shove and get him out of the. Yeah, yeah, I, I. 
Yeah, I don't I don't mind that note because uh let's face it, I am I'm playing while having a little bit of alcohol. I'm enjoying my evening. I'm not a battle I'm not a, a warrior that has been trained since birth to like serve a house. Anyway. But you're uh, the drunk. Yeah, exactly. Uh so I'm still gonna use the pole arm, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to use the the blade end. Instead, ah. I'm essentially going to sort of use Johnny's uh opening move of uh of making making the guy wobble and i just want to plant him down on the ground with the butt of my spear like on his chest uh, until we can detain him all right so that is going to be a battle it sounds like yeah and you get to use your polearm focus Mm -hmm. and you pick uh drive i think this could be justice those i shield will know no ill yeah uh, exactly i was thinking the same okay so you're rolling (laughs) yep Two dice for 15s. I'll say it's a difficulty one, and he's, yeah, I, it would be harder to pull off against this guy. Uh, it's going to be one success. He's not going to get a chance to roll against you, though. So it's just okay. a difficulty one. Great. Up. Great. Uh, and right. that's be, usually he would have a chance to defend himself, but for Johnny's little uh, trick there. Uh, I also, um, I apologize. I, sh- I probably should have said this uh, immediately. Uh, so I'm going to use my Master at Arms talent uh, at the start oh, yeah. of the dual skirmish or battle scene, select a single asset. I'm going to spend one momentum to improve that asset's quality by one. So I'm going to improve my whole arms qual- quality by one. I'm not okay. on a good grip. Nope, something like that. So that's going to add to the effect of what you do with it. Okay. That's pretty cool. So does that mean that I get three dice or do I just still roll two? Still just two, two okay. d20, yeah. Okay, great. Unless you spend a momentum for again another momentum. Uh, that. no, that should not okay. be necessary. What could possibly go wrong? Well, the first one was a one, oh, Jesus and the Christ. second one was a two. So that's uh, wow. four successes. Okay. Yeah, so he is subdued. You've restored some of your momentum. You can decide. He's down on the ground, and you could decide if you want to move on past him, capture him. I don't know what you want to do. Uh, but we'll move on, actually, for a moment to Ataro. You realize, uh, Ataro, that your course to get to Rich- the Richese guards, the few of them, it is now congested and blocked, but you think you might be able to figure out a plan, like ducking around that other ship and past that building. You can make a roll if you want to navigate uh, in a more efficient and less obstructed way. Yeah, I could I could do that. I mean, I, I do have kind of I do have a, an escape focus, which could it's not really escaping from bonds or anything. But mm-hmm. It is kind of, you know, it is kind of a movement focus. Also, you have the Dune Atlas. Yes. Which so in the world, like not just Arrakis, but the whole universe, like the maps we take for granted as being reliable often don't exist. Very like the guild or Fremen or houses often have reason to conceal what things are really like. So your atlas is this compendium you've assembled of right. legit maps. And so you don't have to pull it out. I'm assuming that in the six days you've been on the on the uh on the ship. Uh, you've been paging through to see what, say, the spaceport might look like, and get right. get the uh, mm-hmm. so you can use that asset. Is my uh, long story short. Okay. So uh, how many how many dice does that give me? So first, uh, let's pick your skill. Skill would be probably understand, maybe. I could, yeah, I could see understand or or move. Yeah, understand makes sense. It doesn't. It doesn't matter either one. Uh-huh. You know, oh, I, I, but they I, come I, out got, the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have the I have the same score in both. 
stuff. Okay, and then you can pick a drive. Uh, my drive would be, um, I don't know, I seek to, to truth. Maybe I seek to un uncover the secrets yeah. of the universe. That makes sense, and sure. In this, in this case, it's the secrets of the spaceport. So you're looking for 14. I was going to go with two difficulty on this, but your Dune Atlas is an at mm -hmm. a trait that's going to help you. So that's going to bring it down to one difficulty. So you're rolling uh, two dice, trying to beat 14s. And you've got a three, oh, yeah, three, which is a success, and a 20, which gives me a complication. Ooh, that's fun. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> so first of all, Ataro, you... Just because you had the complication doesn't mean it fails. You still had a success. So you realize by breaking right, there's like a gap in the crowd and one opening amongst, again, ships and rocks and stuff that they have, the protest hasn't blocked off. And if you okay. just go around that, you can get to where you're going and maybe even out of the protest. Mm -hmm. Ooh, a complication. I can do two things with that. I can either come up with a complication that happens right now, or I can take to more threat, which I should probably start spending some anyway. Uh, I'm going to give a complication, though. As you guys wheel right to try to do this, what are you doing over there, Gam, with your possible captive? That was Gam, not Cam. Uh, I looked at Valentina. I'm aside. Let's get going. Okay. You hear a voice in the crowd. Here's your complication uh, that I would have had to spend threat to do otherwise. They attacked one of us. Look, he's down. He's hurt. We have to help them. The outworlders, outworlders are attacking us. And you like this, this appears to be a voice intended to stir up trouble. And the crowd looks kind of ugly and is moving toward you. They see the big pole arm and the guards and they're not attacking you. But it seems like they are going to be intent on following you at the very least and harassing you along the way. Atreus, um, attempt uh, persuasion or diplomacy here. He sure absolutely could. It seems quite risky, but... Um, mm -hmm. Unless the Lady Valentina would like to try. I've I have an eight in communicate and with focuses in diplomacy and persuasion. So it would seem the obvious thing to at least attempt to try and um not have this turn into a shit show mm. when we've yeah. just stepped off the boat, so to speak. So yeah, okay. He's gonna try and do that. He's gonna try and communicate using um probably diplomacy, maybe. It's either going to be diplomacy or, or persuasion. Persuasion seems... I think persuasion. Uh, diplomacy, I think, think, is, is more of a highbrow sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Persuasion is your... Yeah. More efficient. Okay, well, we'll go with um, persuasion. And again, again, it's going to be duty, I think. Or it could be power. Negotiations must be won at all in any cause. Sure. That works for me. Let's go with that. So Maybe I'm going to go... loosey-goosey with that. It is communicate. I have an eight... In communicate, I have a eight in power. Okay, so you're looking for a 16. Eight or under is critical. Um, you could spend one of your, I believe you have four momentum again. You could spend one of those for an extra die if you would like. I think I should because I think we're kind of at a critical point here where we're at a tipping point here where they could tear us apart. So if that's okay with everybody, we have six momentum so we can spend. and you realize as you're doing it you are in a conflict role here somebody else is trying to sway the crowd against you and you are rolling against their role now hmm. okay so do i still just go ahead and roll my three dice yep and then i'll roll their th their dice Unless anyone thinks I should take any more dice. Uh, how many have you taken already? He's got three total. He's got one of the momentum. 
spent one momentum, so we have five momentum left. Yeah, I say spend another one. Why not? Yeah, yeah. We, it would we have cost two. two. I mean, we have to spend two, which would bring us I'll down get a fourth die. Three Why not? Go for it. Yeah, go yeah, for okay. it. Okay. Okay, so I'm rolling four dice. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at... What do I need? Yeah, oh, and uh, just narratively, uh, you're looking at uh, 16s, I believe it was, which is pretty sweet. It was your yeah. communicate... Yeah. And yeah, this is your power move. Power plus yep. communicate. Okay, I have a ten, an eleven, a two, and a four. So that's two criticals and two successes. So six total. That's pretty good. Narratively, what are you saying to them? You don't. Have, you can act it out if you want, but generally, what kind of message are you saying to try to calm them down? I'm basically doing the whole uh, raising the hands peacefully in the air and um, swinging around like you just don't care. Doing the whole, my my friends, my friends, mm-hmm. please remain calm. We mean no harm here. All right. I think it's time for me to spend threat. So I'm marking off one of my threat to give your unknown rival a third die. And they're a character just like you. So they might have a critical range. Okay. And they do three, four successes only though. Okay. You succeed in calming the crowd down with your KG Mentat uh, persuasive ability. You succeeded by two. You could throw one of those momentum right away if you'd like. You can ask. You can use it to ask me a question that, if it's possible to answer, uh, I will answer honestly. Or you can throw another momentum to make it even more persuasive and, and really calm the crowd down. You could do both since you have two surplus there. I would like to throw both of them to calm the crowd down unless anyone would like to ask Rob a question. I don't have a question for him. I've got a question. Mm -hmm. Who is shouting that in the crowd? A fine question. Now, uh, game mechanic wise, suppose you say, yeah, I want to use my momentum to ask a question and I had no answer for you. Like, yeah, there's nobody or something like that. I don't get to take your momentum just because you picked a question that didn't have relevant answer. However, in this case, there is a relevant answer. You see a figure moving around, but it's really weird. One time you think you get a glimpse of them and it looks like the face of an older man. Then you see them duck around and it looks like the face of a younger woman. Uh, And then all of a sudden you've lost sight of them. You live in the Dune universe. You've heard of... A weird thing called, uh, it's a mask made by the technologists of Ix that scrambles what people look like and makes them look different every time you look at them. Obviously a fine thing for blending into crowds. And my hyper-awareness be used to pick this individual out, even if I they're shifting their vision or their view? Yeah, you could try that, but it's going to take a pretty good roll. I want to try it. Okay, go for it. Uh, so I get two dice. Yes, two dice, and this will be probably understand, I would think, would be the skill. And I'm open to drive suggestions. Probably truth, I suppose, right? That absolutely makes all the sense in the world, yeah. Okay, I don't have focuses in any of those, so 10 is going to be my total, my target number. <laughs> I got a one Only and a six. ones are critical. You got a one, wow. And a six. Okay. Yes, you are able to lock in for the moment on the person who's doing this. You realize you're going to have to keep your eye on them or you're going to lose them again, uh, even with that hyper-awareness. But you've got a bead on them now. Uh, So you're at a turning point here. Ataro has found the path for you. You are able to, you can make it to the Richese guards now, but that risks losing your line of sight on this target. Are you going to split the party? 
Uh, what's your plan now, team? I think the primary goal is still to get to the guards. I'll just do my best to keep a lock on this person. And if I lose okay. them, that's the way it goes. Okay. You make it to the guards. They they are in-house Richese livery. Livery? Livery? Livery. Thank you. That's one of those many words I've read more than I've heard. They are armed, but don't have their weapons out. They appear to be trying to stay back uh, from contact with the crowd. And they uh, seem to try to avoid making eye contact with you sheepishly, Ataro, as you approach, uh, having guided your team up to them. So this is what I would like to communicate to the guards. And I have my uh, charm focus, so I would like to use that to make them more agreeable to, you know, realizing that, you know, they don't have to avoid eye contact. They don't have to be wary. We are simply asking for passage. Okay. Once again, Jenny's character is using charm to sway those around her. <laughs> it works in every <laughs> well, you universe. Know, you know. Charm always works. <laughs> yep. Okay. That sounds like a plan. So that'll be communicate because that makes sense. And that's yes. what your charm mm-hmm. focuses under. And then let's right. pick a drive. Power, I will have what is owed to me. <laughs> like, um, well, I mean, yes, I will have. I mean, that's respect. And, you know, um, also uh, acceptance of place is the death of freedom, which uh, which means that, you know, I, I'm just asking these complete strangers to hmm. give us something. OK, I could take that. And that's, and, that, and that's quite presumptuous of me. Uh, okay, so that's six for communicate, seven for duty Then you're using. So 13. Yep. Is what you're rolling okay. against. Uh, two dice. Okay. I'll say, I think it's a difficulty of one. I don't think this is a super huge challenge right now. So you've got two dice unless you spend a momentum to get a third and you're rolling for 13, but you're using your charm. So six and under will be critical. Okay. So uh, what do you guys think? You think this is this is not worth wasting a momentum on? I, I think guaranteeing success is always worth spending momentum on. Well, the Lady Valentina has spoken. <laughs> if we got it, spend it. Easy come, easy okay. go. I believe right. you're at two right. now. So I'll take one for three. You've got a two, a 10, and a 17. So a critical and a success. So it's three. Mm-hmm. So that watch a two momentum back. And the guards, there doesn't appear to be even a sergeant here. And one of them, in response to your kind words of charm, says, I- I'm sorry, uh, my lady, we're waiting for... our." Actually, are you, are you a woman? I guess I don't want to assume that. No, 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 no. Um, okay. Because I'm facing... I'm spacing guild and they're all male. You're a guildman, right? Oh, that's right. Guildman, yeah. it says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. We were waiting for backup to try to arrive. Uh, and uh, I was sorry we couldn't escort you and your party off of off of your uh, ship. Uh, what can we do to help you? We would uh, we would like an escort uh, to our equipment. So we can move this. away from... You hear them mumble so to can... each other so we can get further away from this than protest okay yes yes of course our esteemed guests we must escort you it is our primary mission to ensure your safety and they seem eager to move away from the hullabaloo now nice (laughs) and uh they lead you now between their escort and etrius's calming of the crowd somewhat they lead you on your way uh they get uh they get the specifications of your a gear lander and say, oh yeah, that's uh, in sector, blah, 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 blah. So they lead you on a beeline to it. And uh, after a while, the crowd is completely thinned out now. There's just, you know, a few maintenance people walking about. You're in a different part of this sort of sprawling, chaotic 
uh, landing site. And uh, after that, they point you on. Uh, yes, you could even see it from here. Uh, we're going to go check in at the guard station and see if they've gotten us some kind of backup to uh, to move the crowd out of here. Welcome to uh, Arakeen and Arrakis. And with their very simple directions, you can see uh, just peeking up over the top. This one's taller and bigger than the one you were on. Uh, peeking up over a rock shelf, you see the lander that you know has your ornithopter, your technical gear, everything on it. Oh, good. As you round the corner, <laughs> oh, boy. you see that the door of your lander is open prematurely. There is a large flatbed ground vehicle that you had arranged for. You have transportation arranged and you have a place that uh, you're at, you had communicated in advance to stay, nothing fancy, and to bring your things. But the door of the lander is open. Uh, it appears that somebody is inside it and a couple more people are looking around. They're lookouts, apparently. And they spot you as you come around the corner and you spot them. They are not authorized House Verdidius personnel, clearly. And your understanding was that, of course, the guild would not be opening your thing under any circumstance. Landed. Landed. Your mentat ability puts together now, uh, Etrius, that uh, clearly the protest was arranged to delay you from getting here while this happened. Oh, boy. So there's two of them there's two right outside now, and, and you don't know how many inside you uh it uh, it seems there are some at least inside with your stuff okay and we've got a whole host of bodyguards oh you've yep. got a small squad yes yep host is a strong word valentina would like to uh if she must use her skill but like she'd like to shout out halt stay put or face our wrath is are you using the voice here or are you I just i don't have the voice i'm just trying to oh. Oh, you didn't take voice. I'm sorry. Yes. Yep. That'd be sorry awesome. Rub it I in. Did. I thought I considered it, but I thought okay. that was just. I was going to say, yeah, you. But you would you wouldn't need my charm or or uh, Calm's diplomacy if you had the voice. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to essentially like you know command them. Mm -hmm. Stay put. Okay. The two of them look at you. They duck around corners, and you see one of them the muzzle of a small like assassin's needle gun point out uh and it sprays a shot uh, at you i right. uh, it's gonna miss so don't worry about it yeah okay you can uh, uh oh you, you get to make a resistance roll so first i'm gonna roll their shot i'm assuming it's me they're shooting at yes okay okay i open my pie hole Okay, it's not as bad as it looks. That 12 is actually a miss, uh, oh, wow. but the three is a critical. So that's two successes up against you. So now you can roll to resist somehow, which might be, say, ducking and covering, dodging. Yeah, dodging. I mean, would activating my shield help in any way? Oh, it certainly would. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I mean, shield fighting, I think, really involves actual combat, but I assume I have a shield, a personal shield. Yeah, so yes, uh, that is uh, gear. Well, let's see. We didn't establish, it's not in your asset list, but they are available to you. Um, so let's say what you can do to have, to say you have one up and ready to go, you can spend one of your momentum to create it as an asset in this setting. Done. So it's a little blades in the dark in that. Done and done. Okay. And the whole reason for shields is that they stop projectile uh, attacks. Right. So, do you even need to roll? Yeah, I'm going to have you make a roll, but you and only you need one success. You don't even need to match their two. To, to pull it off in time, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, thank you. Yes. You so, I'm assuming that. this is battle, and this is tough to figure out what the drive ought to be. 
Yeah, I don't know that any of them really apply exactly. So you can take five for your truth. You don't need we'll a statement. That's fine. Okay. All right. Uh, so five plus your battle of six. That's oh, 11. but shield fighting. Okay. Yep. I, not so, that a critical uh, will matter so much, but yeah, uh, no crits. But I got two successes, eight and eight. Oh, perfect. Uh, okay. So yeah, the needles, the shots were on target, and your shield like zings into life just as the needles like zap into it and then bounce off harmlessly. All right. Now I think Camille can start. Yeah, they mean business. Them. You can lop off these heads. Yeah, and you don't have a bunch of witnesses lying around here. Yeah, Uh, I'll assume we're still kind of in the formation where you're toward the front of the fighters. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yes. Yes, so uh, I'm going to go after the assassin that that shot at Valentina immediately, first of all. Mm -hmm. Um, Right off the bat, rather. Okay, and I'm going to name my polearm as the asset that, oh, I don't, we're starting to run a little low on momentum, so I'm not going to start... It really nilly, okay. especially not against this guy. I don't think I necessarily need to use it in this scenario, but what is determination? So determination is a, is a especially good. It's like better than momentum. You can spend it before a roll to set one of the dice to a one before you even roll. After you roll, you could spend it to re-roll any number of d20s in your dice pool. It should fit in with a, a drive statement. You can often create a trait. We don't need to play around with that too much right now. Also, you can spend it after an action to take another action without a penalty. Oh, nice. That's really cool because uh, my unquestionable loyalty things is that I've got an additional point of determination that I start with. Oh, yeah. So this is going to be neat because I'm going to start with this guy first. So I'm going to attack him with my polearm. Skill, battle, focus polearm. Uh, That's an eight. And then uh, yep. justice, I think, is applicable in this case since he yeah, directly they... harmed one of my people. Yeah, yeah, you don't get away with that kind of shit. So that's an eight and a seven for fifteen. Okay, and anything... oh yeah, those I shield will know no ill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything fifteen eight or, eight or under will be critical. Okay, yeah. dope. That's a six and an eight, so that's two critical hits. Uh, two so critical four successes. Okay, he. Doesn't have a lot going for him here. He's kind of a sitting duck as you found the corner. He got one success, not enough. So with damage against Palookas and Mooks, often just beating them will take them out of the battle. Okay. With tougher characters in an ongoing conflict, we might look at both of your battle stats as hit points, and oh. you'd be wearing those down. This guy's a Mook. Uh, so <laughs> you whip around the corner, uh, and d- you can describe how you dispatch him, uh, if you care to. Uh, does he have any, any exposed neck? Yeah, he is not armored. Oh, yeah, because that's my favorite part. Uh, so yeah, uh, Gamil neatly, uh, goes around the corner and with a very fluid motion just brings their polearm around, uh, just, like, just cutting, getting, cutting the guy's head off. Uh, did I hear correctly that there's another person nearby? Yeah, there's one behind him who has lit up a shield and taken out a long blade. That's fine. I'm going to spend my point of determination Ooh. to activate my unquestionable loyalty talent. Now, I have okay. to use this action, which is in direct service to my house. And I feel like killing bad guys who are stealing from us is direct Oh, yeah, yeah. Service. This is totally in direct service to your yeah. house. Yeah, the, so, that is not a problem. Converse, same as the first. Uh, actually, I feel like would this be more duty drive wise? It actually sure. really doesn't matter because otherwise it'd be justice. Uh, I got a three 
and an 11. So that's three successes. You're getting through a shield, which is going to help this guy. Oh, wow. Okay. You you had three successes total? Yeah, yes. so does he with his shield. So you follow up your first attack going with the whole slow blade through the shield thing. But he's nimble, uh, slips back a little bit, and is able to nudge your, with his blade, nudge the pole arm. Uh, so it just zaps along the shield, but doesn't do any harm. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Valentina's done a little something. Gam has done a little something. Who in the team wants to go next something is happening oh yeah i'm taking an action for one of the guys inside the thing and spending a threat but you don't know what i'm doing with it yeah i would like to take this opportunity to again use my subtle step and i want to move myself into the lander and see what's going on without being seen. When you attempt a move test to sneak or otherwise pass on the scene. Okay. Um, so let us have a move and yeah, a drive. Yeah, that would be a move that was six. And um, truth, you will know me by my deeds. I'm, nice. I'm uh, yeah, being a bit of a show off here. Okay. I think by, by boldly going into where we know there are probably multiple enemies. Mm-hmm. Although I guess I'm not doing it that boldly. I'm doing it very subtly. Subtly and bold. So that's 13 then. Mm -hmm. And I get... Subtle step. You get a third die, right? 3d20. Yep. So that's... I got two... One success. Is a six a critical? Uh, Let's see. You are using... I was using move and truth. So a six was... Is this body control... I guess uh, probably not. So I think you're just with the one. So you got one success. Okay. okay. So yeah, one success. So no bonus momentum or anything, but you do accomplish what you're trying to do. You sneak in, you see three people hard at work, a couple crates open. They're looking around. Uh, some of them are, one of them is actually picking something up and putting it in a satchel. One was a little more on guard. I'm going to give them a chance to see you with uh, two successes. They will. And they do. Okay. The, the other two don't. One uh, was like looking up after hearing the, the noise outside and yells a warning to his peers. Uh, you are inside the thing now. Outside, I'm going to say the one you just didn't kill, Gam, is going to try to stab you most stabbily. He's going to roll his stabbing. You know what? I got threat. I might as well use it. I'm buying him an extra die. So he's rolling 3d20. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and with all of that, he pulls off one success with 11, 14, and 17. So you do get to resist, and you can describe how you are trying not to be stabbed. Yeah, so... Uh, By this strangely feeble assault. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think it's... Uh, you know, when we, when we had talked earlier about uh, picking a personal shield as an asset, is it, it's an especially good personal shield, right? If you had it as an asset, yes. Yes. Okay, I do. You do. Chase. Okay, that's right. And you don't have to spend to invoke it. You, it's on your asset list. Yeah, you have a personal shield. Yeah, great. So yeah, actually, if you light that up, that one success is not going to be enough to harm you. Yeah, I think that the blade links against the, uh, the or dorps. What's the sound effect for that? 
Yeah. Something like that. So uh, Ataro and Etrius haven't uh, done anything in this uh, round of combat. Anybody want to, either of you want to jump in? Yes. I would like to use my Mala pistol. Nice. Lies. I said nice, not lies. Oh, I thought you said I have one. I mean, you're telling me I'm lying? No, I have one, I swear. (laughs) Yes, I would like to... Spare um, me your Mala pistol lies. The one, the one with the, uh, the one with the satchel. I'm gonna drop. Yeah. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop in. Okay, so you're following Johnny Utah into the thing. Okay. Yes. And you have a choice on that, by the way. The Mala pistol is it a lethal poison, like a paralytic, or a sleeping thing? Uh, you can decide in general what you like. You can decide what you usually have it loaded with. Okay. Well, usually uh, it's it's more of a stun gun because I'd actually kind of like to find out. Uh, I don't want to kill this guy. I actually want to find okay. out what he's up to. Yeah, and I, that makes sense that you generally wouldn't be planning to murder people. Uh, okay. Right. This would be uh, more right. to stop, stop them in their tracks. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so you're going to be rolling. This will be battle for sure as your skill. Yep. Uh-huh. You are Ataro. So battle is yeah, five. five. Mm-hmm. And then pick a drive. I That would be power. I will have one. I, I was thinking, looking at power too. Okay. Yeah. So that's going to be, you're shooting for an 11 with 2d20. You have the okay. option of spinning. There's, I've got you guys as having three momentum left. Is that right? Does that square with your reality? Yes, it does. Yes, I believe yes. so. Okay. Yes. Um, can I have a momentum, guys? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. take it. Okay. So 3d20. Okay. Wow. Whoa. Well, I was going to say, because you have the drop on them and because of Johnny's uh, leading the sneak in, he wasn't going to get a resistance roll. But he does not need one. A 19, um, a 17, and a 14. Yes. Yeah, kind of All bad. misses. Wait, can I? I, oh, yeah. have bol- I have bolster? We can. I can spend. Do we have any momentum left? You have two momentum yeah. left. Yes. I can spend momentum to allow an ally to re-roll a failed skill check using my discipline score. Thank you. <laughs> My okay. discipline is eight. Hell yeah, lady. Oh, so you sub in your discipline for her battle. Yeah. And how many dice is that? Does she gets to roll all or just one? You made him spend two points of momentum, yeah, to allow that ally to re-roll their dice pool. Wow. Yes. Okay, that's gonna oh. blow your that's gonna bring you to zero momentum, but I think all that's right. maybe worth it here. Yep. So you get to re-roll all three dice then. Jack. Okay. Thank and, you. That was uh, helpful. Yes, and And you can use his discipline skill instead of your battle. So it's going to be eight eight. plus your power. So that's now you're shooting for 14s. And that's once per scene you could do that, uh, that bolster activity. Cool. Okay. Let's hope I don't screw this up. Oh, okay. 16, a four, and a one. Okay. And as I said, uh, because you had the drop on this person, they're not avoiding it. So they drop. I'm just hitting a un, unaware mm-hmm. target was just going to take you one success. So good news. You've got two momentum back for the team now. Well Thanks, done. Hell yeah. It's worth it. Good use of bolster there. Okay. It's at the entrance to this lander. So you are somewhat in the... My Savonarola, mm-hmm. who are okay. out to um, sabotage our efforts here. Cool. Um, so uh, it, does that sound all right? That sounds great. Yeah, that's what Mentats do. They observe. Yeah. So, so and then I'm gonna go in there and, and kill all. And of then them. you're gonna beat them up. Yeah. Okay. So that's your discipline of six. Yeah. 
And that will be. I feel like you're trying to see truth here. Yeah, I think so too. So that's another six. So um, twelve. Yes, so that would be twelve. So I've got I've got two dice, and I need twelve or better. Hmm. And six are critical. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think I'm okay with this for now. Okay. Um. Because I, th- I think Valentina, not Valentina, uh, Ataro got mm-hmm. the drop on that one guy. So yep. we should be able to interrogate them if I can't glean anything here. So I'm just going to go for it and uh, observe the scene from an espionage point of view. And Oh, nice. That is a 10 and a 5. So a critical. Wow. And a success. Okay. Your read on this is that... You think this is hired help for someone. You don't think these guys are part of a house retinue or uh, part of anybody's... They're, they're not like house employees. You feel like they're mercenaries working for someone. Um, you feel like they're, you know, they would have been quite competent at just the breaking and entering if they'd been given more time, if you guys hadn't gotten here as quickly as you did. You don't read them as an elite fighting unit, though. Uh, so that's nice to know. Hmm. You rolled two more than you needed, giving you two momentum, which you could spend right away to try to get more information, like by asking me a question or maybe I'm kind and offer you more information. Yes, I will spend one of those momentum and I would Mm -hmm. like I would like a bit more information. Okay, let's see. You're kind of pacing around a little bit, like looking at these guys from different angles, watching how they fight and react you don't think too much more about them, but then you realize they probably have some means of beating a hasty escape nearby. And actually, you, uh, as you take a step and like step on, on one of the rock op- outcroppings a little bit, you see the edge of what appears to be a medium-sized ornithopter not too far away. Ah, I bring the attention of Gam and Johnny Utah and Ataro to this ornithopter. And my work here is done. Okay. Let's see. So there's two people. One through the smoke grenade. It is trying to make a break for it. Uh, the other one whips a knife at uh, the person who's clearly armed and shooting and cl- at some kind of like dead eye shot. Ataro. Oh, boy. Throws a blade <laughs> at you. I have an escape focus. I, I feel like escape is like a escaping dodge. activity or a scene. Yeah. Oh, so I could have okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so I, well, I'm going to roll his uh, knife throw here. Okay. Um, God, I'm running low on threat. I'm, a, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to conserve my threat now and not give him an extra die. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. That's terrible of you. Okay. Not too bad. One success. So the knife is whipping at you. You have a chance. So you always get a chance to defend yourself. I must like the poor guy with the satchel, uh, somebody shoots you while you aren't looking. Right. Uh, so okay. you could dodge or try to catch it in your teeth or you describe what you want to do. I would like to sidestep it. Okay. So that sounds like a fine use of move. If I could be yep. talked into discipline potentially. And... No, move dri- is fine. Okay. And a drive? Drive would be... Well, I don't know. It's like... 
<laughs> that's kind of an odd one. Yeah, um, I think so. When a, no drives really apply, you can go to go with your five or four. So probably just your five. So <laughs> trust okay, in the well, gods to help you, I guess, with faith. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's actually. I hate to say it, but that's actually the best one. Uh-huh. <laughs> is faith. Okay, so what? So I'm doing. Let's see, move is six, and faith is five. five so that would so be 11. 11. Oh, 11. Yeah. And I'm not going to use the momentum here. I'm okay. Fine. Okay. Ooh, two and a six, two successes. Yep. So yeah, you, you see him, you like take your shot, turn to him, see the, sh- the knife lined up and thrown at you, uh, dodge out of the way and it plunges into the mentat. Oh no, wait, I would need a 20 to make that happen. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> uh, the knife goes flying out, uh, of there. Hey, uh, gam ill. I forgot you have to f- what is it to fight you is to know you or something like that to fight someone is to know them yeah i was actually uh just looking at that so when you select this talent choose a skill when you win a conflict using the chosen skill you gain two bonuses okay so you can gain knowledge so yeah if let's see you could have used it i guess for the first guy you took out or uh where i think we're back around to your fight with knife and shield guy now yeah and uh oh i'm not gonna overthink it because i, I can't really see what's going on inside the the equipment lander right Right. So outside. Okay. The rest of the party seems to have gone in there. Uh, mm-hmm. And I take out this target real quick. So I'm going to uh, use my battle skill, which happens to be the skill I selected for my to fight someone is to know them talent. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, this feels like duty again. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, first one was an 18. Oh, no. The second one was a 17. My goodness. Okay. Oh, this is the same scene, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, your target uh, backs up and will be uh, looking for an opening to stab you back. All right. Let's just do that. All right, I'm going to spend one threat. That's leaving me with only one uh, as he tries to stab you. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, yay for you. It is in his critical range, but that's it. Uh, so 17, 16, yeah. and a five. So that's two successes that you right. need to slap down. All right, well... Uh, oh, but you have your shield. Yeah, you only need one success shield. to slap that down. Yeah, uh, so that'd be battle and duty, or...? You could, it depends. Uh, you could call it battle. You could do move if you're, like, dodging. Uh, but uh, it, you're definitely in shield battle, so that's probably what you want to use to use yeah. that focus, shield um, fighting. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I'm actually... Oh, no, that's Valentina who has that. I'm sorry. Oh, no, yeah, no worries. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I, I like to use my battle skill with the polearm, uh, specifically, do essentially using the heft the haft of the polearm to block the strike. To parry, that yeah, makes sense. Works for me. Uh, so that's battle of eight. Yeah, you can keep going with duty if you want. Sure. Okay. Just in the midst of this combat. That's good. My God, first one was an eighteen. <laughs> okay, and the second one was a seven. Uh, which is within, okay. That's uh, all you my, needed. Yep. So that's two successes. Oh yeah, uh, and you only needed one because of your shield. So you eh. bought some momentum back for the team. Okay, <laughs> Valentina, you've got the big view here now. You're kind of behind the crew that's in the lander, and you can kind of make out what uh, Gam Ill is doing over there. Clearly, you see you're getting the best of them, and you could see their morale is wavering. It wouldn't take much, probably, just to send them running if that's what you want to do, or you can try to finish or capture them all. Uh, what is your plan, Valentina? How many of them are there? 
Two of them are out. One's dead. One is needle gunned. Two inside and one standing off with Gamil outside. Can I order my bodyguards to like run everybody off? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, you um, can bring your bodyguards into the fray now. Is there is there anybody that seems like the leader of this group in particular? You you can't tell just by looking at them at this point. Nobody's been shouting orders amongst them. Let's see. Okay. Um, so let us have you make a command roll here. All right. Command is your skill or your focus under discipline. Discipline. Yep. And I would say this is either duty or power. Yeah, I I would accept either of those. Honestly, I think they both fit. Let's do duty. Okay. What must be done must be done is your statement. So you're 14. looking for 14s, but it's command. So an eight. All right. So I have a 13 and a 19. So one success. Okay. So, and, but you've got the asset of the guards. Yep. I'm just going to make one roll for the group now. Okay. Only one success for them. So with your one success and your asset using the guards, you can tell me what you want to happen here. Do you want to capture these guys, run them off, run them through? Your teammates have tilted the battle in your favor already, and now that you're throwing the guards into the battle, we'll finish All right. this off. I want them to I want them to kill everybody but one. Okay. Well there's one the unconscious. One, I was gonna say the one that's unconscious will do. So let them let my bodyguards kill all the rest of them. Okay. So as they are doing that, you hear Etrius and then see a an ornithopter firing up and then lifting off. It is a sleek uh, piece of equipment. Uh, you see it, no markings on it. It goes up in the air, tilts, and flies away. Okay. That's what I was keeping my last point of threat for to make sure they got away. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Uh, so you guys have secured your equipment. You have one captive. So <laughs> true story here. I was hoping we'd do the action part, and then you'd each get... Uh, this is the agent style of play, where you your characters are in the actual action. You can also do a thing called architect style, where you're kind of... Giving or it's kind of like downtime and blaze, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think we won't probably go on and do that. So I think we'll conclude the action scene here and then pick up with the architecture architect scene next time. Okay. All right. So you've got one surviving captive. Do you uh first of all, with the non-surviving captives, uh, do you want to turn them over to House Richese guards or hide them? Or I mean um, not just yet. So I guess we don't turn them over. After all, Richie, you might be involved in this in some way. Yeah, so I would rather not tip our hand. Yeah, until we've determined who these are. Okay. Agreed. If we can dispose of all of them, that would be helpful. Okay. Like, that should be easy enough to do on Arrakis. I'd like to loot the bodies using discipline and espionage. Or, um, yeah, each of the guards or, has five um, copper pieces. Or, um, One of them has a scroll. No! Ooh, what's on the scroll? It's got the wand. I would like to, um, you know, uh, do some more uh, espionage on the bodies to see if there's uh, anything I'll call them. Is on that them. What you call it? <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'm playing a character. <laughs> what? If, how about we do kind of a combined searching them and what you can get out of an interrogation of the survivor? Oh yeah, I forgot about the survivor. Just go with the survivor for now. Uh, well, let's do it with kind of a pool of everything you do. So you are politely interrogating. And someone can assist now because there's no action going around. So nobody's. Oh, I can charm him and and, and appear trustworthy. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Good cop, good cop. Good Verdidius, (laughs) bad Verdidius. Okay. Yes. So, Etrius, you'd be rolling what? Your discipline for espionage? 
Um, no, I would be using communicate and I would be using persuasion in order to, uh, um, make this person talk. Okay. Uh, and then your drive to go with that. Oh, would be power and negotiation must be one of any at all costs. Okay. So you're looking for 16s and then for a taro, you're going to get to roll one die. So charm you're using clearly for communicate for six. Yep, and uh, the um, truth I seek to uncover, the secrets of the universe. Okay, sure. That's a very localized secret, but I'll give it to you. 14 and a critical of six for you. And then, I'm sorry, Colin, what were you saying? Yeah, I want to know, did, did, or would you prefer I did truth? The truth is what I make of it. It's like, you know, power is obviously better for me, but. Yeah, I think we can go with power for this one. Fairness. Okay, so it's 16 then. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm rolling okay. two, dice. two dice, and then Jenny's got one yeah. as the assisting character. Okay, I don't think I need. Right. To. I'm just going to go with the two. Okay, and that is a six and an eight. So that's a critical and a critical. Holy cow! Yep. Wow, it's like you don't even need me. <laughs> oh, more is always Lady better. Lady Valentina, don't say that. Uh, so you're rolling I'm, your. You're not Lady Valentina. You can, I mean, we're no just way. Acting. If nothing else, we're just stacking momentum. Yeah, failed yeah. guild navigator Ataro. All right. Six, six is the maximum momentum we can have, right? Yeah, and also you yeah. lose some between scenes. Yeah, well, it's good because I just failed that one miserably. So okay, uh, was it a twenty? Uh, huh? No. No. No, it was a it was a sixteen. The charm failed, but persuasion succeeded. And yeah, this guy cracks pretty easy. Uh, he's uh, just a he and his team. You find were. Uh, mercenaries for hire. Ah, for who? Yeah, you got so many successes there. Uh, you won't have to spend extra momentum to find. Yes, it is in fact House Savonarola, mm-hmm. and he says we weren't actually supposed to know that, but they were behind it. Uh, they had something to do. They some of their church folk were part of that protest. He says they were supposed to hold you off. Well, a lot longer than that. This guy's pretty nervous. He did. Well, he, he woke up to his friends butchered, or at least his colleagues butchered, lying around him. So yeah, he cracks pretty easy. Yeah, so uh, some of their, their, they've got some kind of congregation here. They were supposed to hold you off for a while while we looted your stuff. We're supposed to look for, they said, thinking machine, anything, anything really complicated. We're supposed to take uh, and run it over to the the fellow with the, uh, the ornithop. Uh, this guy is clearly not, he's not a Fremen. You don't think he's even a local Arrakis, like right. an Arakeen city folk. Like there's just a lot of uh, riffraff from around the galaxy in, in, on Arrakis and an Arakeen in general. Well, you so, can see what happened to your friends. Yes. Well, friends is a strong word. Mm. Be that as it may, if we let you go, you can spread the word about what happens to people who are on the wrong side of us. Oh, you, I mean, do you want me to use your name? What do you, I, y'all tell whatever story you want to tell. You let me go. Um, so in game terms, if you are willing to spend momentum, uh, you guys can have this guy as, uh, a, a low level asset. Why not? We it. got momentum. Yeah. I, that might be worth the Session's it. just about over. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I mean, he, let's say he's, he's a bit shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, weren't, but, they weren't very good. But anybody. Not- yeah. But we don't have anything. This is true. This is true. And besides, we have momentum to spend. So I think we should go ahead and spend it and take our chances. Okay. Uh, So so one of you can take as an asset. Do I even have a name on this guy? 
we'll just take as an asset a break-in artist because that's his main job here. Who knows? That could come in handy. I think that's for you, milady. I've got it. Ooh, wait a minute. There's one point of threat I spent earlier that I didn't explain to you. As you are looking around at the stuff, uh, you see somebody has placed some sort of booby trap on one of the crates that uh, looks like it is uh, rigged to explode, perhaps, when it opens. Oh. Well, our new friend better unarm that trap he just put there. Yeah. Uh, that's not really my specialty. Uh, you better make it your specialty quick, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like that, he's the bomb guy. And <laughs> he points to one of the corpses. Sounds like you didn't think through your friends very carefully. Yeah, make uh, him disarm it. Yep, that's too bad for you. Okay, I mean, We're if it blow, blows up I mean, in what's, here, it's... What's in the crate? Yeah, Bray, let's bring it out. Okay. out outside, of the, outside of the thopter. Bring it a safe distance from our other stuff and make okay. him disarm it. Okay. I'll say if you're willing to just bring down your momentum to leave one for the next session, you can uh, have the have him disarm the trap successfully without destroying the contents. That's good to I'm be here for that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's a fair Sorry, trade, I GM. Spent, spent a threat for a thing and then forgot it was there. <laughs> I'll be honest. No worries. Someone set us up the bomb. Uh, Take your time. I, I really enjoy the idea of us just like sending sending this poor dude out with this crate <laughs> and we're just kind of standing just outside the blast perimeter just watching yeah <laughs> i'm i'm honestly disappointed that he succeeded in disarming it <laughs> there was important stuff in there yeah but we don't want to look it's only okay. stuff though stuff's replaceable entertainment isn't that ends the action part of the session. So you are able now to get your transportation as planned. You, uh, you've got a long flat, uh, flatbed thing that you can uh, get the ornithopter up on, all of your technical and industrial gear and other miscellaneous stuff, and you are able to drive it. You have the basic skills. You've got a, a map to where the place you've rented. It's not much. The buildings in Arakeen, a lot of them are made of these cyclopean stones that are carved out of the rock outcroppings that are all over the place. Yours is up on a plateau. It is run down. The story you had is it's from a, a different minor house that uh, came and went in their Arrakis efforts a couple of years ago. It is unmaintained. There's not a lot of security. Any of you with interest in security you're just counting all the places that somebody could be observing you, putting sniper rifles if they saw fit, points of access to break in. It's not you won't be entertaining uh, other noble houses here anytime soon. Uh, it's not much, but it's a home for now. 